0: Welcome to another edition of our podcast. My name is Jack. And I'm Michael. And we're the founders of Project 45, a community action group uh, dedicated to making America great again. And uh, we're here to talk about uh, manufactured hate crimes uh, and hoaxes that are going on across America today. Uh, so hopefully we give you some good information and good insight of to actually what's going on across the country. Uh, this really came to uh our uh, attention when uh with the Jesse Smollett right, incidents yeah. that was taking mm-hmm. place across i'm sure everybody's heard about that the uh, the uh the fake attack or alleged fake, alleged attack. fake attack alleged yeah. at this point uh, so that's really what kind of brought this to our attention and we kind of we kind of uh just uh,
1: began to think you know are hate crimes a big issue in the United States. Are they really as prevalent as they would have us to believe in the mainstream media? Cuz there's a New York Times article that the headline is fake hoaxes hate the real crimes. But as I was thinking about that, I mean, and thinking about in it the whole in the context of this Jesse Smollett um uh, alleged fake yeah, hate crimes. Um, I was thinking if uh, hate crimes are so prevalent then why is there a need to fake a hate crime other than personal gain which it seems to be what is well, one of the many, Yeah, some well, of these. Well, <laughs> an alleged emo- motive for him is for personal gain but but why if hate crimes are so prevalent if racism is so prevalent if hate in the united states is so prevalent then why is there this need to concoct these fake hate crimes i mean
0: right i mean if you turn on the news today i mean i I, you probably could agree michael if you were to turn on the news today you would think that hate crimes is an epidemic at this point like that and you know uh me and you couldn't walk out the door without somehow witnessing some form of hate or some form of hate crime because that's or racism because that's all you hear, uh, every time you click on the the news here lately is that, you know, this, this information about how hate crime is on the rise and hate crimes have increased and so on and so on and so on. And I know a lot of people are, are, are diving into this subject. So we wanted to, we wanted to kind of get in on it. And I think, I think one of the first incidents, and there's many others that have not made the national news, but I mean, we'd all started a little a few weeks ago with this video of the Covington High School Catholic kids, right, uh, yeah. with the March for Life in Washington D.C., and I mean, immediately, almost immediately, I mean, just a barrage of of not only Democratic uh, presidential hopefuls and candidates jumped on this. It, it has to be true. It, it is what it is and let's be frank it is what it is because these people have an agenda and the agenda is to make you think one that Trump has some has somehow caused some you know I don't want to use the term that most people use so I'm not gonna say it because it's, it's it's fake and I'm not gonna sit here and and spew it out but they want you to think that people have just basically gone nuts because Trump has become president mm-hmm. and it's, it's sparked these outrages sparked uh, you know, it's it's encouraged these hate groups to 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 come to head and come to surface once again. Like they've come out of the woodwork and they they feel empowered to you know project evil across the world, the country. And that's not that's not what's what's actually taking place. No.
1: I don't know if uh, maybe I'm thinking of the same term that you're thinking of, but I think the term you don't want to use is Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, Is it, that the term you don't want to yeah, use? Yeah, that's exactly the term okay, I don't want to use. Okay, well, let me clarify what, what I believe, or my perception of Trump derangement syndrome is. Trump derangement syndrome is a psychotic syndrome that has been developed by the left to cause them to create a fake narrative in order to make Trump look bad or the country look like it's something that it's not. I would say that Jesse Smollett is suffering from Trump derangement syndrome, because he decided to, allegedly, according to the Chicago Police, the police chief I believe is, an, is a he's a brown person. Yeah. I don't want to call him African American because he may not be. African. It may
0: be, it may not be politically it, correct. It he may knows. not.
1: It may not be. I don't know. Uh, so I'll just I'll just say that his skin is brown. Um, so. According to some people, it's absolutely impossible for him to be racist because his skin is brown. But, um, so we have the Chicago police chief saying, and the reports that came out in the media, they say that Jesse Smollett um, reported that the individuals who attacked him, who we now know allegedly are these Kenyan... Uh, brothers, brothers. That one was potentially on. Uh, was an actor on Empire, but um. So, he says that these brothers that attacked him said, "This is MAGA country." They were wearing MAGA hats, and he's a faggot, and blah blah blah, and whatever. Well, that goes back to our. Know. Let's
0: go back to our, our our previous video, our first video. There's your first clue. Yeah, uh, that these people got attacked Chicago. in Chicago. Yeah, eighty four percent of the registered voters are the people that actually voted in the two thousand sixteen election in Chicago. Eighty four percent—that's eighty four percent—a whopping eighty four percent—voted for Hillary Clinton, and we're supposed we're supposed to believe that Jess, Jesse Smollett. I would even I would even know who Jesse Smollett was until this no, happened. No, I wouldn't either. But Never some third-rate actor honestly. on Empire that just happened to you know be a successful show on Fox and kudos for Fox for finally finding a show yeah. other than The Simpsons that yeah. could last more than a week and a half. But eighty-four percent of people in Chicago voted for Hillary Rodham Clinton, and we're supposed to believe that. Jesse Smollett is a victim of a hate crime in Chicago.
1: In a predominantly black and a
0: predominantly black and
1: homosexual from what I understand, neighborhood.
0: Right. So so that's where we kind of got into de- dealing with this, this this topic of manufactured hate uh, and hate crime hoaxes in America and kind of what's going on today. And so what I touched on well a, a little earlier was the Covington High School. And when that video surfaced on uh, YouTube and across social media the the mainstream media especially you know our, our fans at CNN especially those people really jump to conclusions and, and they're not the only ones I'm not gonna give them uh, you know they're not innocent or are or, or, you know the only ones that are guilty rather but here you have CNN I mean those people just immediately jumped on it and there's a double standard if you're wearing a MAGA hat and you're called on camera or you're alleged to have perpetrated a hate crime or an act of violence, you are automatically persecuted, found guilty in a court of public opinion automatically. There's no question about it. There's no there's no due process. There's no due process. There's no fact-finding. You're wearing a MAGA hat. You, you must do it because Trump is a racist. Trump is a bigot. Trump is misogynist. He's all the the phobias and the phobics that Hillary Clinton can put in her Giant ba- basket of the phony words. Yeah, her phony words that she made up during the election. I mean Yes, I mean, how much more of this are we going to take, America? How much more? Horrible. How much more are we going to sit back and listen to this this spewed out garbage from these these news media?
1: How long are we going to buy into it yeah. as actual fact and not realize that they have an agenda, and the agenda is division? And the thing that that really ticks me off the most about stuff like this is they constantly say, especially MSNBC and those people over there and CNN, but MSNBC, they're constantly saying how divisive uh, President Trump is and how he's dividing the nation and and uh, empowering the KKK and racist and and uh supremacist groups to come forward and how he's given them a platform
0: well here's the- all
1: this other stuff and it's just not true if anybody is driving hate and division in this country it's MSNBC, it's CNN its people that create a fake narrative a fake hate crime to Propel their fame forward, or for whatever motive that they have, or to perpetuate a narrative. If this stuff is real, why do they need to create fake crimes?
0: Right. I mean, and the, you know, it's not just the mainstream media that's in on this bandwagon of you know creating division. It's the Democratic Party. It's the, yeah. It's the leaders uh-huh. of Congress. Oh, what, you're, did,
1: what did Kamala Harris say? This Jesse Smollett. This is a, it's modern, a modern day, day lynching. lynching.
0: I mean, yeah. she didn't even know the facts, and this is the modern-day lynching. I mean, anything anything for this woman to get one more vote for whatever it takes, whoever she has to pander to, I mean, her soul is up for the sale, ladies and gentlemen. And then I mean, when for the highest facts, bidder.
1: And then when the facts came out, she's walking it back yeah. and saying, well, let's wait for all the facts.
0: I mean, there's a video out there of a, of a reporter asking her about, you know, the facts that came in, you know, now, now what's her opinion. It, you may, it's, I mean, a it's a hoax. It was a deer in a headlight. She looked like she had got ran over by a, a Mack truck at this point. I mean... Again, like Michael said, how much more of this crap are we gonna buy into before we wake up and feel, and realize what exactly is going on in this country this is a this is an organized effort to divide this country because a house that is divided will surely fall and that that's true. and that is exactly what the, the goal is of these people. If you can divide us in and uh, especially the Democratic Party that's been their long-term goal uh, or mo for some, for some years. If I can divide you and somehow make you a victim, I can isolate you from the, from the mainstream, and then you can get their support. They've done it with the black people, they've done it with uh, the gay and lesbian community, they've done it with, you know, basically any minority. You're a perpetual victim to the Democratic Party. So, I mean, that's what we're looking at here. Everybody jumped to conclusions, everybody, you know, uh, it jumped on this bandwagon that it must be true. But like I said, if you're a Trump supporter in a MAGA hat, you're automatically guilty. There's no due process. There's no fact-finding. You're guilty. And that's what's wrong with this country today. That's what's going on. Because if we can divide you, we can conquer you. And that's the only way the Democratic Party can win with their ideals that they've got together. And
1: I'll just interject something here.
0: Yeah. That's the
1: whole point. And, you know, even... I think Democrats are at the forefront of this, but even Republicans, you know, the whole power system of this United States, if they can keep us divided against each other, if they can make the whites think the blacks are their problems, if they can keep make the blacks think that the whites are their problem, and if they can make the Latin, the Hispanics think that the whites are their problem, then they keep us all divided against each other and we can't see that the real problem is them.
0: Yeah, and that's what they don't want you to say. That's that what the they don't problem. want you to see. They it's, don't
1: want you to see that Nancy Pelosi, who's been in office for, I
0: don't since the 80s. I don't since dinosaurs. It feels yeah, like dinosaurs. I mean, we have a. I mean, it's the. I mean, most of us probably grew up and we know what the Wizard of Oz is, or we've we've seen the Wizard of Oz. It's don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. Don't pay
1: attention to the man behind the curtain. And that's what the division is all about. It's all about keeping you looking at the phantom wizard.
0: I mean, let's let's go back to what I mean. What you said a while ago, you talked about you know uh, the the Klan and these these hate groups were on the rise and blah 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 that they tried to spill out here. Folks, when are the when is the last time that you went about your daily business and you ran into a Klan meeting? We I, we live. <laughs> When's in the, the south. last? When, we live in the south, and I life. haven't seen a Klan meeting in my whole thirty nine years. My whole life,
1: never in my whole life.
0: I have never seen a Klansman. I have never seen anybody that claims to be part of the Ku Klux Klan. I have never met anybody uh... that's dressed in a a white robe and a hood and went around and burned a cross. I've never even heard of that even happening anywhere remotely in uh, the south. And and we're from Tennessee. That's where we're broadcasting from. And I'm going to tell rural Tennessee by that. In no means are we big city Tennessee or anything like that if that even truly exists. even, Even in big city Tennessee. But I mean, I mean I grew up in a I grew up uh, in a, a town with my grandparents, basically raised in that area. I mean, the town had a population of like 900 people with one stoplight and a grocery store. I, and we, I mean our Saturday nights we' were sitting on the courthouse square watching traffic come through. and I mean, it can't get much more country than that in Tennessee, and I've never seen a clans meeting. I've never seen a hate crime. I've never seen any of that take place. Uh, across the south, so I mean, I'm going to ask you, when's when's the last time you you stumbled about your daily bu- your business? You stumbled on a Klansman, you stumbled on a Black Panther, you stumbled on any of these hate crime? You know, it doesn't have to be black or white. When have you seen a hate group in the face of your daily business? It just isn't there. I'm not going to say that those groups don't exist. They do exist. They do not, they exist do on really a very enjoy. small yes. microcosm. But as a whole, I mean, if you watch CNN, I mean, the guy next to you in the cubicle at your office, he's probably holding a Klan meeting right now. If you watch CNN and these, you know, these liberal, even Fox News, they're not, they're not innocent. Even they keep the narrative going. Because again, like we said in the first video, our first podcast, these people thrive off ratings and they thrive off their advertisers. So, I mean... They're going to tell you whatever they need to do to sensationalize whatever the news thing is today, so that you'll tune in and, you're, and hopefully your jaw will drop and you'll just mindlessly tune in, and their advertisers are going to get paid and they're going to get paid.
1: Well, during the, I mean during the election in recent, just the last couple of years or whatever, the ones the people that I saw bringing the KKK to the forefront was the left. Yeah, because that was part of their uh, protest chants. No Trump. No KKK, no fascist USA.
0: I mean, did you ever see the KKK campaigning for Donald Trump? Never. Not one time. You had had David Duke. I mean, and let's be honest, David Duke would would endorse uh, anyone that gave him any kind of media attention. And that's what he does. I mean, he's going to go out there and he's going to endorse the frontrunner. I mean, I think he recently endorsed one of the Democrats. I can't remember who. But, I mean... Let's face it. He he's a worst up has been desperate for media attention, and if he will sit there, if they can get David Duke on camera saying that I support Trump, even though he probably doesn't, because I mean let's let's be fair. David Duke ran for president before; he has political ambitions before. The man's a narcissistic. Oh, I'm sorry. So yeah. I mean that that's irrelevant. But the the mainstream media would take anybody they can that's related to a. Uh, or even any kind of ties to a hate group, except for Barack Obama.
1: They won't talk about Barack Obama. They won't talk about Antifa. They, they won't talk that about Antifa. Antifa. They won't
0: talk about uh, Barack Obama's ties to the search, uh, the Church of Genie America. Black,
1: yeah, they won't talk about Black Lives Matter.
0: Yeah, they won't talk about Black Lives Matter and their intimidation tactics and their how they came about off false narratives and anything. But let's get on task. Let's get to Covington High School oh, Covington, is where school. we were at yeah, yeah, yeah. before we got off on this, this rant here. But, I mean, we all know what Covington High School, these, these group of, uh, of high school Catholic high school uh, boys were in Washington, D.C. for the March of, of Life. And uh, it was first reported that this, I believe it was Vietnam.
1: Well, yeah, ale- well, i say alleged, yeah, allegedly, alleged Vietnam veteran, because there's questions of whether he was an actual Vietnam veteran or not. It, You know, as the story progressed on that, he came out to be more and more of a fraud. But um, the first reports were that these Covington High School students who were wearing Make America Great Again hats were taunting uh, this Native American... And there was this racial standoff. Um, too bad Pocahontas wasn't there to, oh, uh, I... to you know, ease tensions between the whites and the natives. But uh, just a little caveat about that. People say that Trump is being mean when he calls her Pocahontas. But the only thing he's doing is calling her out as a liar because that's what she is. Oh, because she's uh, lied for it, years. That's
0: another cat. I mean... Talk about racism. I think we just... We watched a video where, where <laughs> CNN just spewed a bunch of this crap out there about how, uh, you know, Trump is saying all this yeah, rhetoric. Seven, he needs to buy... Oh, no. look. He's, he calls Elizabeth Warren... Pocahontas. 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 What well, He didn't call Pocahontas... Uh, or Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas for the simple fact that she's an American Indian, uh, American Indian, or an Indian of any descent, uh, for crying well, out loud. 1024 one
1: thousand twenty-four. One one
0: thousand twenty-five. I mean, I, we probably got more American Indian in my pinky than she does. But I mean,
1: I definitely did. Definitely did. Yeah.
0: Uh, but <laughs> I mean, like he said, like Michael said. Trump's calling her Pocahontas because she's a flat out liar. Liar. She's a flat out liar, and she's nobody hoses her. She's
1: lied to what? Yale?
0: She's lied to Yale. Uh, she's lied to, to the, the Texas Bar Association. Bar Association. Yeah. So you've got a presidential candidate that's a flat out freaking liar about a her. fraud. Total fraud. A fraud. A total fraud about her ethnicity. Imagine if Donald Trump said he was 1 1024th 1, black. How racist and blah, blah, blah. We'd always hear on, on CNN. I mean, it'd be a nonstop 24-hour coverage of how Donald Trump is a racist claiming to be black. Nobody sit there and said that Barack Obama was 50% black, 50% white. No, he's straight up black.
1: Straight up black. Straight up Didn't black. First that.
0: African-American president we ever had. Would have been different if he was a little bit more whiter. You bet your buddy would. Mm-hmm. But here we Colin are. Colin Powell. Yeah, Colin Powell. Black guy. <laughs> Come on, get get out of here. This is what they want you to think. Because if, if you're mad at me and, and this group is mad at them, then then they can they can conquer us. But I mean the if you look at the first videos of the Covington High School, it literally looks like a I mean it's a, I mean if you could go back in time and put those kids in pilgrim uniforms, you'd think this was a standoff pre prelude to the Revolutionary War or something. But or the American Indian War. But I mean Well, we're gonna play a video here, audio here in a minute of of the the initial reports from CNN, but like Michael said, this was a standoff between this alleged Vietnam, Native American beating this drum in the face of these big, bad, white kids with their MAGA hats, intimidating this guy, taunting him and making making uh, fun fun of of him. His
1: heritage and his culture. Oh, I mean,
0: just a laundry, every laundry list that they could have come up with, this is what was happening. And it took, I mean... You had people, celebrities, newscasts, newspapers, everybody immediately, instantly. Because you know what? This fit everything that these rabid reporters... It checks boxes. Yeah, it checks yeah. These reporters are so hell-bent on getting the American people to hate President Trump that they're willing to do anything and latch on to any story that fits the narrative of themselves without any true journalistic instinct or journalists reporting in fact they simply went straight to this fits our narrative let's run with it let's be the first one to get it so one get your ratings get you to log in and click and listen and all that thing our advertisers love it the puppet strings are pulling and uh, we're gonna latch on to this video so Michael's gonna start up the audio here in a second and I mean this just listen this is the initial port CNN uh, how they portrayed it I mean, if you could see the video, uh, you know, like I said, it's the standoff between the kids and the American, uh, the uh, drummer, the American Indian or Native American. You've probably all seen the video. but Just listen to the audio and then we'll, we'll give our commentary after that. Go ahead, Michael.
2: We are hearing from a Native American elder and Vietnam War veteran speaking to CNN after a disturbing viral video shows a group of teens harassing and mocking him in the nation's capital. Here's the video sparking outrage on social media right now. Nathan Phillips was beating his drum and singing an American Indian protest song. And this was on Friday on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial when he saw a clash erupting between a group of teenage students and four African-American young men preaching about the Bible and oppression. That's right.
1: Okay. Just... I'm going to stop the video right there because what CNN classified as preaching the Bible was a group of black men from, I haven't researched what they're from, black Israelites or something like that, calling Catholic youths, young guys, uh, child molesting faggots. So apparently, CNN classifies preaching about the Bible as calling young... White people, child molesting faggots.
0: But there's not one single video. There's not s- one single report. There's not one single investigative story to these black Israelites. Is that what they were yeah, called? Yeah, bl- I think Israel- that's
1: what they were called. Yeah.
0: Well, whatever this group is, there's not one black single Hebrews, I black Hebrews. Black Hebrews.
1: Something. I don't care. There they're,
0: care they're not. There's anyway. There's not one single. Investigative report. There's not single one single report on these black guys. There's not there's not one interview. There's not one attempt to define who these people are. There's not one uh, uh, attempt to educate what uh, what this group is about. The whole focus of this story was all these white Catholic Christian MAGA wearing people were out there causing trouble and creating hate and somehow oppressing this uh, Native American. Uh, uh individual during his protest taunt. I mean the video clearly showed that they the the kids were there enjoying their their time in D C, their vacation, and they were taunted. They were called names, they were called racist remark, they were called uh slurs and all this slander. And nobody ever reports on the fact that these black people did this to these white kids. I mean that I mean could that be a hate crime? I mean, it's borderline. I, I mean,
1: can hate crimes be perpetrated against white males? Uh,
0: not in this day and age. White, with your white privilege and your and all this, and uh, white people are. are uh, I mean, you just. I mean, basically, if you listen to the media and, and uh, politicians, today, you deserve it, white America. You deserve every bit of hatred, every uh, taunt, spit in the face, egg, uh, broken nose, bloodied lip, uh, black eyed. Uh, Assault that you get for wearing your MAGA hat, you deserve it, White America, because you're a automatic. You're guilty. You're a racist. You're a bigot. You're all these things that they want you to be because you're simply white. Slave owner. You're you're a slave owner. Let's let's be honest with it. There is nobody. There is nobody alive today that is a slave or ever been a slave. So stop telling me that you somehow deserve reparations for your oppression because ninety five percent of the people these young black people that are sitting here demanding reparations you grew up in a in the most privileged uh, time in American history for a black individual I agree you you never once saw slavery you never once saw the oppressions of the 60s and the 50s and all those times you grew up in a society where you had the opportunity to be successful where you had the opportunity to go to school uh, high, graduate from high school, go to college, and have a successful career. You make of what you make of your life, what you make of it, and you have everything laid out in front of you that this country has given you. There's none of this institutional racism that you hear of. There's none of this white privilege that you hear of because we're all on an evil uh, on a, an equal playing field to the most degree. And the, uh, there's an anomaly out there that the. Uh,
1: Anomaly is a good word, yeah. The,
0: the, the, the success is defined by how much money you make. The, the success is defined by I'm a CEO of a giant corporation. because Or
1: success is or success is made possible by the color of your skin, mm. which is absolutely not true. Which is
0: not true, because living in, in the South, I can show you an equal amount of white people struggling to make ends meet and living in squalor conditions. Yeah. Uh, probably worse conditions than some black people that live in so I'm not going to discount that the not not that poverty is real poverty is real and poverty has uh, disadvantages, no, no skin color
1: disadvantages are real but the causation of those disadvantages are what should be talked about because the causation of those disadvantages are not always the color of your skin there are also other uh, facts that are not talked about there are facts like Is there a father? Is there a two-parent household? Is there a mother and father household? Did you graduate high school? Are you in the criminal justice system? There are many factors to say why people are not succeeding and there are white people that are not succeeding in the same capacity that black people are not succeeding because they're on the same playing field. They They were in poverty when they were born. They were on government welfare. They didn't have a father in the household. Uh they didn't graduate from high school. They are in the criminal justice system. I mean there's all these factors that factor in that's far beyond the color of your skin, but nobody wants to talk about that. Right,
0: nobody's talking about I mean we we talk about the disproportionate amount of black uh people I will build a great, great... Black people sorry that was on my phone there. Go Trump. Uh but the disproportionate amount of uh, black people that are incarcerated, and we give all the statistics about the, the, the black, you know their background, single parent, like Michael just described, but you never hear anybody talk about the number of white people that are incarcerated and their circumstances of how they got there. Because I think, you know, and I can speak from, from experience, from just my career field, that you do have the same elements in the white community. Uh, when it comes to the criminal justice system. You do have uh, white people living in poverty, born in poverty, uh, low education, uh, no access to real education, or they feel that they don't have access to education, uh, they, they can't get jobs, they're underemployed, they're not employed, uh, they have a criminal background, uh, they come, these children are raised in single parent white families, the father the father or their mother is incarcerated or they're divorced and they're, there's no contact. Uh, the families are riddled and eat up in, in different variations of, of drugs in society, methamphetamines and, 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 and uh, heroin and other drugs in this area, Opiates, yeah. opiate drugs that we've manufactured, thank you to the, uh, the medic, the, the pharma, big pharma industry and, and, and the medical industry.
1: And illegitimate children. And illegitimate children. Illegitimate.
0: And it's not it's not just teenage pregnancy. It's not just a, it's just not concentrated and defined in in in, uh, in one race or ethnicity. It's across the board. But they're not gonna talk about it because they need black people to go vote for Democrats. And the Democrats are not gonna sit there and bring the light that, that white people suffer from the same ailments and the same societal uh downfalls that uh many other races do because they need black people to come out and vote for them, because, uh, God forbid, black people uh, wake up and realize that in all the years that you voted for the Democrat parties, has any of the ghettos gotten better? Has your living situation got better? Have you had any access to any kind of jobs that's gotten better? Has your a- access to education got better? Uh, has access to health care got better, even though that you've got Obamacare that came your way? It that was, work. That was done, It doesn't work. Rising health care. If, if Obamacare worked, would we be talking in the 20... 20- uh 20 election will we be talking about American citizens having access to health care will we be talking about it on a national scale I mean if I think if you talk about it, if you listen just a few years ago it was like oh Obamacare is working it's working on a large scale but it's not working in these Republican conservative states where the governors opted out of Medicare and so on but here we are having Kamala Harris and, and Elizabeth Warren and uh, Bernie Sanders are all talking about how health care has failed on a national level and if it's failing on a national level, then it's failing because blue and red states—it's failed in blue and red states. It's not if it's not fa- if it's not an, an overall failure, then we would just be talking about how, how the state of Tennessee, who opted out of the Medicare for All option, how it's just failing in those areas. It's just failing in in southern conservative red states across the United States, uh, abroad. It would just be failing in those areas. But but we're talking on a national scale that that drug prices have rise, that people don't have access to health care, that uh, kids don't have access to health care, that families are working 40 uh, out plus hours a week, uh, mom and dad's working, and um, they still can't pay their health care b- bills, they still can't get access to health care, they still can't go to the hospital at an affordable rate. So if Obamacare is truly working, then this is a, not a national issue, it's a regional issue, And but yet the Democratic Party says it's a national issue, so that tells you America that Obamacare is an epic failure across the board, from the East Coast to the West Coast, from blue state to red state. So don't be fooled by this crap that they're spewing at you. That these, that this, uh, this Obamacare solved all the issues because it just created more issues. And you look at it when people lost their jobs during the Obama era, when people were working uh, two part-time jobs because you couldn't get a full-time job because people were opting out of the Obama health care. Uh, option
1: right yeah.
0: uh, you know if you had so many employees you had to give them yeah you yeah. had to give them health care and so on and so on so a lot of companies that are well, not going to hire anybody full time anymore or
1: they cut full time employees back to ha- part time yeah. employees how
0: many people that working in factories across, uh, across America now you can't get on at the actual factory like you could pre-Obama you could actually go to a factory and be a be an employee of that company and and reap the benefits of medica uh, of the medical benefits and the and the vacation benefits but now you've got to go through some third-rate, low-class, uh, temporary service where you work for less money than the actual factory workers make, and you don't get any benefits, and that's the only way you can get a job. That's what Obamacare created for America. It didn't create opportunity. It didn't create access to health care. They want you to think that, oh, because the state of Tennessee didn't give you Medicare oh, for they all. they created
1: a website. They, they
0: created a website that billion barely dollar worked. Website. A billion-dollar website for you to sign up for this crap. So don't be fooled, America. We're kind of getting off topic, but I think we're hitting. Oh yeah, some, we're, we're hitting some nails. Topic, yeah. But I mean, this is where we're at. This is what they want you to think that
1: they can You can't survive without them. You know, that's the main. That's the main objective of the Democratic Party is that you are a victim, and I think that's what has created this hate crime hoax mentality. Is that people. You get more recognition from being a victim than you get from being a victor or a hero. Yeah. And they create this victim mentality. If you're Black, you're a victim. If you're L, you're a victim. If you're G, you're a victim. If you're B, you're a victim. If you're T, you're a victim. If you're Q, you're a victim. If you're Latino, if you're Hispanic, if you're coming across the border you're a criminal. But they want you to think if you're coming across the border illegally you're a criminal. But if they want you to think that you're a victim, you're a victim of your society, and you're a victim of this society, and the only person that can help you is them. That's what they want you to think. They want you to think their only your only salvation is them. Well let me tell the Democrat Party.
0: Well, let me say this. If if the Democratic and the Republican Party is your salvation, if they are the answer to all of our problems and why the hell are we sitting here today talking about the problems that we're talking about today you've got people in Congress and both parties have been there for, for 30, 40, 50 years, 20 years
1: and power and we're still talking back and
0: forth. yeah power shifts back and forth through all that time, Democrats take control, Republicans take control a Democrats president, a Republicans president and nothing's changed, we're sitting here talking about the same stuff over and over and over and over again but yet you're the victim, you're the victim you're, you're a victim because you're black, you're a victim because you're brown, you're a victim because you're an immigrant, you're a victim because you're gay, you're a victim because you're poor, but nobody ever solves the fact that you're poor, that you're a victim that you're LGBT, uh, nobody resol- resolves the fact that you're an immigrant.
1: And I think, I think one of the most, the best examples that I can give you is our wars on fill in the blank. Yeah, we have a war. We've had a war on poverty since nineteen sixty what seven sixty six. Yeah, ever that, since LPJ uh, LB, LB, LBJ. LBJ, Excuse me, L. B. J. What did he say? Oh, we don't want to say that. Yeah, we don't want to well, say that. That's but for he said when he
0: signed the Civil Rights Act and the New Society came back, he ensured that black people would vote for him. And I'm going to say he used the N word, but he said these Ns are going to vote for us. For basically, the rest of their life, he was a Democrat, and that's a Democrat.
1: That's a Democrat. But go ahead, okay. go ahead, Mike.
0: I'll let you continue.
1: The war on poverty, where still people, multitudes of people in this country are still in poverty. The war on drugs. The drug drugs. Nancy Reagan. I don't care. God rest her soul. I think she's dead. I'm not sure, but just say no. Just say no at the same time the CIA was being uncovered for smuggling cocaine in from... in on... smuggling in... smuggling cocaine into the country on CIA airplanes. Yeah, so... The war on terror. And this is one thing... one thing that I can tell you about the war on terror. The war on terror is a war that will never end. We've been in the war on terror since 2001. It's 2019. We are still in Afghanistan. We are still in Iraq, and we're still fighting a war on terror.
0: America will always have an enemy.
1: An enemy. The new enemy 1984. that's emerging. The new enemy that's emerging. If you can't see it for yourself, is primarily Russia, Russia on the cyber front, and North Korea on the physical. Um, Nuclear weapon front.
0: Well, we 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 had a conversation about that earlier. That we talked about this meeting in in Vietnam between President Trump and Kim Jong Un. Uh, we everybody's talking about the Korea, North Korea's uh, nuclear capability, and that they must denuclearize and blah blah. And I mean, I can't, I couldn't help but point out the fact that for the for the since 2016, all we've heard about how Russia. Meddling in our election, that Russia hates America, that Russia is our big, our big bad enemy. Yet Russia has nuclear capabilities, and you don't hear Diane Feinstein, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, and all these Democrats in here talking about how we should denuclearize Russia, which I feel like poses a, a much greater threat, a much, much better, threat. Uh, a much greater, a much better capability of reaching America or China. Or China, or China, for, China that. for that. Or China for China, mean, for that. Come on, they're not going to talk about China because China writes the checks.
1: Absolutely.
0: China That's writes the checks.
1: Writes so, checks to Americans. Right. Thank you, Bill and Hillary Clinton.
0: So I mean, but North Korea is somehow our big bad enemy because we always need an enemy. If we always have has, have an enemy, they have something to stand on. They have fear to work with. But we're going to go back to before we get off that topic. We're going to go off another. We're going to go down another rabbit hole. But we're going to go back to the fact that, that you know that poverty exists and these people have been talking about how they're going to they end it forever and they're they've got the solution and everything like that but i mean i i grew up in uh, a two-parent home mom stayed at home dad worked dad joined the army uh for the extra income he served his country he was a proud uh a member of this the armed services and uh i am very proud every day that he uh served his country uh, honorably for over 20 years. Uh, That's something that I've always leaned on and that inspired uh, me to get involved in my community. It inspired me to uh, go into a career of public service. But, um, uh, you know, me and Michael both, we both grew up in very low income families. Uh, You know, I remember times when we were children that uh, our meals were ketchup sandwiches, a piece of white bread with ketchup on it, and that's what we had. My dad worked. My, my dad didn't have the opportunity to get education. He he joined the army for extra money, like I said. He started working in a factory to uh, provide for us, uh, but we never went to school without good clothing. We never uh, uh, we wanted, but we net we always had the essentials. Uh, of course, we wanted. Uh, the the Nike shoes. We wanted the name brand clothes. Uh, we wanted all that stuff that we saw other uh, classmates and other uh, people have. But my dad worked an honest days living uh, in a factory and how we got to where we're at now and I'm by no means would I even classify myself as rich. I'd be mi- middle middle class at very best. But we got to where we're at and and my parents got to where we're at and uh, by hard work. The United States government didn't help us get to where we were at. When my dad had an army related accident and was out of work, there was no United States government there to give us an extra check. There was no, uh, a charity that gave us a check. There was no, uh, welfare. We didn't qualify for welfare because my dad had made too too much much. money. He worked too much. And when Sometimes. it got to that point where he needed assistance and we reached out, we were denied. So we relied on community and we relied on family to, to make up for those, those times. But somehow we ended up making it. My dad went back to work and he continued to work for 20 more years or plus years in a factory to make ends meet. And I went to college because my dad told me the value of hard work and dedication towards an education that I put all my efforts into learning and studying and I got scholarships to go to college and the, one, and, and the difference that wasn't made up in, in the scholarship, I worked. I worked full-time to go to college. So your college debt and all this uh, extra expenditures is because you've raised a society of young people that don't want to work and you've raised a society of young people that think they can go out there and get an education in literature and crayon coloring yeah. And then go out and get a lucrative career Art, in Art,
1: uh, women's studies, uh, Chinese literature. Where are you going to get... Who, when was the last time you saw a job posting posting for somebody in Chinese literature? I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. Or Mongolian history. I mean, if you major in Mongolian history, I've, I've, I'm currently looking for a job. And I have not seen one posting for... Uh, job for somebody with expertise in Mongolian history, but conversely, on the on the same track that he was talking about, I am in a was in a similar situation. When I grew up, we I didn't think we were poor, but to look back on it, we didn't have a whole lot. My mom and dad both worked; they worked worked very hard, and after. 41 years of marriage and raising two kids, my mom and dad worked their way up to uh, what I would consider upper middle class. Um, you know, they make uh, close to $80,000 a year between them. So they worked their way up to upper middle class, but they didn't start out as upper middle class. They weren't college educated, they were both high school graduates. Um, they got married young. They had two children, and they raised us to know the value of hard work because that's what they exhibited us. They raised us with discipline because that's what they exhibited to us. And I can speak to this to st- the statistic that says if you're involved in the criminal justice system, that the that the cards are stacked against you. It's absolutely true. And I'm a, I am a. Uh, white male, and I can tell you that I do not experience white privilege because I'm involved, I have been involved with the criminal justice system, have uh, DUIs that are over 12 years old, one of them is almost 20 years old, have drug possession charges that are 12 to 13 years old, and I find it very difficult to find a job and those are misdemeanor charges so if you have felony charges on your record I can't imagine how hard it would be to find your find a job and I can tell you I'm not experiencing any white privilege in my search for a job I have a college degree be it associate's degree it's not a bachelor's degree I have a college degree I I'm a high school I'm a high school graduate I have work experience and I'm finding it hard to find a job because of my criminal history. That's 13 years old. So, I'm not going to call that racist. I'm going to call that bad choices. I make bad choices in my life. And let me tell you something. This is something that people don't want to face this day and age, and especially with this Jesse Smollett case that we're talking about, is people don't want to face the fact that bad choices lead to bad consequences because we live in a day and age where people haven't had to experience consequence. You can't spank your children anymore, according to popular culture. You can't spank your children anymore. You can't discipline your children anymore. No child can lose. And we created this culture that we saw uh, really come to the forefront in the 2016 election where people and uh, uh, Individuals had breakdowns because Hillary Clinton lost the election. That's why there is a Russian collusion investigation because Hillary Clinton lost the
0: election. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just let us just ask this question right here and then I'll let Michael continue. Donald Trump, President Trump, is one of the most uh, public figures in America in this day and age. Uh, well-known billionaire, uh, a builder, a businessman, a TV star, WWE. Uh, he dove into WWE for a little bit. I mean, this guy's been in anything and everything you can think of. Uh, we knew within 10 minutes every detail of the Las Vegas shooter. We knew he wasn't involved everything. in this. We didn't know... Oh, yeah, it. We everything. knew. Uh, we knew everything down uh, to his shoe size within 10 minutes but we have the one of the most public figures in the United States history and we're having a two-plus year investigation on whether this man is a Russian agent or involved in Russian collusion but yet our, our, our United States government knows everything about this obscure unknown man in 10 minutes but we don't know anything about the most uh, public figure in American society today, we don't know if he's a Russian agent. Bull crap. And I think I
1: think this is going to be a future show for us. The only people that have been implicated in the Russia collusion investigation are Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, the FBI,
0: the M- DNC, the
1: DNC, and uh, Fusion GPS.
0: Yeah, I mean. Nobody's going to report on that, and we're going to report on it. But nobody's going to report on that because it doesn't fit the narrative. There are there are powers at play in this country that have an agenda that is far bigger than what you can imagine. But there's an agenda, and there's pieces to the puzzle that have to play out in order for the entire picture to be present. And when the picture's present, it's too late for me and you. It's
1: too late. We're I I, I fear. One of my major fears is that I fear it's already too late. That we've already gone to the point of no return. And that Trump is our buffer. Trump is our wake-up call. And Trump is the one who has been um, elected in this time because there is so much frustration of the direction that this country is taking. And Trump is our last chance to stand up against tyranny against socialism against communism against the left and the right because the left and the right have been in power for a long time and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you right now the Republicans and the Democrats who have been in office for 20 15 and 30 years they are working together for the same plan and it's absolute and total control of America. It's a one world government, it's a one world system, it's a one world union ruled by a one world power. The the plan of the of the deep state, which is the new popular term, the plan of the deep state is totalitarianism and total control. Absolute. Power—it's the enslavement of the American people, which we are already are enslaved to income tax and.
0: Well, I mean, you're you're enslaved not only to governmental uh, institutions and 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 policies and forms, but you're also becoming enslaved to the to the social media and the technology that's coming on. You're already dumbing down society, and relying on uh, technology to dumb down your daily routine. I mean, and and don't get me wrong. There's a reason. We're, I'm sure we'll get into this later on. Uh, there's a reason that Facebook and Amazon and these companies that give you these uh, automated uh, uh, voice-activated uh, Alexas and Google Home and Google Assistant and all that stuff.
1: Let me interject something about Amazon. Something that most people don't. Really know is that Amazon has a CIA contract. Right, that's
0: where I was getting at. That why do these why do these companies these social private media com- private, private companies, companies have CIA and government contract? You're volunteering your information freely uh, to the United States government and these agencies uh, because if you have and, an a- Echo Dot, yeah, or? if you're having Echo Dot, if that thing can hear Alexa. you say Alexa. Yeah. Then it's hearing you say anything else. And don't let them tell you anything otherwise. If
1: it's constantly listening for Alexa, if it's constantly listening for the activator word, then it's constantly listening.
0: All right. So I mean that's a that um man, that's a whole other topic okay. that we can't wait. And Michael's mm-hmm. over here foaming at the mouth for that. Foaming
1: at the mouth.
0: So we'll we'll try to bring it all back. We're gonna have to close up here pretty quick, but we're gonna get into this hate crime. That we originally, we talked about, uh, I think we really had a really freaking good show Oh, on yeah, that. I
1: think so, yeah. Uh,
0: but, I mean, uh, we showed you, we let you listen to the video where, where the Covington kids were, uh, it was reported that they had a standoff, and, and ultimately, it ended up being that they were the ones intimidated, they were the ones were, uh, approached, or approached by this Another individual. Hoax, yeah. That was a hoax, and we went on to Jesse Smollett, and we all know the facts of Jesse Smollett, so I'm gonna move really quick.
1: yeah. Well, they're unfolding. But they're we know, they're, they're unfolding, down. but
0: what we know so far is that allegedly there was a, a two Nigerian black individuals paid by Jesse Smollett uh, to perpetrate this attack in uh, Chicago, a heavily Democrat liberal area that 84% of people uh, living in Chicago voted for Hillary Clinton. Um, Not
1: only did they perpetrate a physical attack against him, but also they allege that he sent a hate letter to himself before Oopsie. the physical attack, yeah,
0: happened. he went yeah. all the way back to mo- uh, a murder. She wrote, you know, younger people. Can murder. Go- she wrote. <laughs> Google that. <laughs> he pulled an episode of Murder She Wrote and cut out some old magazine clippings from Cosmetology, uh, Cosmetology Magazine Cosmopolitan Cosmopolitan Magazine, and uh, my country accent will not let me say certain words. So Cosmopolitan uh, Magazine, in order to uh, falsify this this. Uh, death threat hate mail whatever so so we all know the, the circumstances the noose, the poor kid was so uh, so badly beaten with his uh, slightly cut uh, right eye that he couldn't take the noose around off of his neck and he drove it, somebody took him to the hospital with this noose hanging around his neck because man what good TV a noose around a black actor's neck uh, would would make good TV. But Michael's got a list, a quick rundown list, I think, of these people that jumped on the bandwagon immediately of this this story and immediately jumped to conclusions and said, my God, here's these Trump Trump, uh, MAGA hat wearing people running around this city uh, perpetrating hate crimes, racism, uh, violence, uh, hanging black people and advocating for all this uh, nonsense that's going on. So a quick rundown. Michael. And I feel
1: like it reads like the who's who of fake news. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: it's, it's, the, it's the Oscars of who who reported fake news first.
1: It's the Communist News Network, or CNN, PBS Newshour. I can't believe our public funds go to support this. MSNBC, Rolling Stone. Did not they report fake news? That, mm-hmm. What was what was their I what was, was their most Duke, famous? The Duke Lacrosse. No, 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 no. Well, mo- uh well it might have been Duke lacrosse it was uh the rape culture campus rape culture that was their that was one of their big um, one of their big fake news stories maybe you can pull it up for us see what it was Rolling Stone CNN the Atlantic. oh yeah so
0: the fraternity uh, yeah the, yeah the fraternity the rape uh yeah, The tracking a rape culture. on campus
1: oh where what what uh university was it
0: Let's see if we can pull it up here. Pull
1: it up and see what it was. Uh, the Washington Post, which is owned by Amazon, by the way, Jeff Bezos. The Huffington.
0: University of Virginia, uh, Phi Kappa Psi. Oh, yeah,
1: University of Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Washington Post, Huffington Post, CNN again. I mean, this is the who's who of fake news. Yeah, this is the who's, the who's, who's who. of anti-Trump.
0: Of the, the Academy Award goes to whoever the hell can Don report Lemon. the fakest. Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Or Don Lemon. Don Lemon, if you want to be fancy yeah. and give him some credit, let's let's face it, this guy's a lemon. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna listen to a video that Michael's got pulled up. Of, 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 here, here's actually Don Lemon. Uh, actually, he's he has found a way to actually defend Jesse Smollett in the face of this,
1: and make him a victim. and make victim. him a continuous
0: victim. victim. Yeah, victim. So Michael, go ahead and play that audio for
2: us. and... Well, this is CNN tonight. I'm thank you so much, And I want to talk more now about Justice left tonight. Free on bail after his appearance, of course, this afternoon. Look at that. Just look at that. Imagine that being the life right now. In the latest shocking detail in a story that is full of the police alleged he paid two brothers.
1: Okay, I know you've all seen it, but I'm just going to describe because we only have the audio and Don. Lamont or whatever his name is. Lemon. Don Lemon is is showing some footage of Matthew of Jesse Smollett coming out of um,
0: the booking process. The booking it process
1: yeah. with co- reporters smashed around him and his bodyguards, of course, and he looks tired and blah blah blah. And Don Lemon is trying to make us feel sorry for him for this
0: circus
1: that Jesse Smollett has created for himself
0: i'm all for due process and this yes, this absolutely. guy has his due process but we're reporting these people are reporting facts these are facts that we have and i'm sorry you can't sit here and and, and put stuff on national cable uh, news network and say well this guy's tried in a, in a court of public opinion don't report it if you don't want somebody to be tried in a, in a public court of opinion but when you're sitting here reporting facts, these are facts that jury's going to hear, so the American people can be their own jury and and, and conform or, or you know or uh, uh, form their own opinion based on the facts that the, that CNN and MS, MSNBC which was our last show by the way yeah you can you yeah use your critical thinking critical to come thinking. up with your own opinion as to what happened and not everybody's opinion. You're going to sit here and say, oh well, he deserves it. Yeah, he absolutely deserve deserves due process. I can't sit here and advocate for the things that I believe in without advocating for due process, uh, even for those people that I disagree with. But these are facts, and you're going to sit here and make this guy a victim. So, Michael, you continue with this monstrosity
2: of a video. $3,500 to stage an attack on him last month, an attack that he claimed included racist and homophobic slurs and a noose around his neck. Police say the whole thing is a hoax. Black police, chief. The statement released tonight on behalf of the entire actor says, in part, Mr. Smollett is a young man of impeccable character and integrity who fiercely and solemnly maintains his innocence and feels betrayed by a system that apparently wants to skip due process and proceed directly to sentencing. As I said last night, innocent people proven guilty. Innocent people proven guilty. It bears repeating. Justice Smala has not been proven guilty. That is true.
1: The Trump supporters were proven guilty on accusation.
2: But there is no disputing this fact. And it is a fact. This whole sorry story takes attention away. From real victims, yep. taking away from people who have suffered, people who have died from gun violence in Chicago. As a police superintendent A. Johnson, he said his deaths today, right at the beginning of this press conference.
0: So, I mean, here you've got Don Lemon. Lemon sitting here and tell me that these people are innocent until proven guilty. guilty. And we just previously played you audio of CNN, the same cable network that Don Lemon works for, sitting here and and basically saying that these white kids are guilty uh, by first glance.
1: Until they're proven innocent.
0: Until they're proven innocent. So you can't have a double standard here because what the Jesse Smollett situation doesn't do is fit their narrative. And what the white... A kid Catholic video fit initially was their narrative. And when it was proven wrong, well, they just sidetracked into, well, racism and hate crimes and all these things exist across America. Poor pitiful you. Poor pitiful us all. Trump is the big bad enemy. We're all going to die. We're all going to be chained up and hung and lynched and, and sent back to concentration camps. And yeah. And the gays are going to be put in camps. And the gays are going to be put down. And they're going to be uh, put in uh, against their will to in uh, conversion therapy camps. Wake up, people! Wake up!
1: And if you didn't notice, Don Lemon uh, transitioned from hate crimes to gun violence in Chicago.
0: Not one example of a hate crime in America. He Not one switched real over. Yeah, one real. He switched over, example. like Michael said. He switched over to black on black crime black on in black Chicago. Crime. Two different things. Oh, well, two different topics.
1: Well, what if they implement gun control in Chicago? Wouldn't well, that's that one of the. Guns? That's one
0: of the the cities with the strictest gun control laws in the United States.
1: But I thought, but I thought if if um, if
0: we all just gave up our guns, I thought
1: if we all gave up our guns. And there were strict gun control laws. There would be no more gun would violence. Be no more. Maybe
0: they would be they would be bleach attacks. Bleach attacks. Yeah. New attacks. So Chicago has implemented some of the the country's most strictest gun control laws in the United States, and now we've resorted in the city in the uh, city of Chicago, uh, bleach attacks and noose. Uh, hangings.
1: And apparently, according to Don Lamont, gun violence.
0: Gun violence exists mm-hmm. in Chicago.
1: Even though the guns have been heavily regulated, outlawed, strictest gun laws in the country.
0: Yeah. So let's get that we're across the country. to talk to you like we're on NPR. NPR. But, <laughs> woo! God, imagine if we talked to you about like NPR all day. How many of you would be asleep already? Maybe that's what's wrong with these people. So, hate crimes. All you hear that hate crimes are on the rise. Trump's been elected. Hate crimes are on the rise. Every time you go out to work every day, there's a Ku Klux Klan in the front of you at the checkout line at the of course supermarket. There is. Yeah. There's a I was at there's, today, there's a yeah. Ku Klux Klan member pumping gas in front yeah. of you. Yeah. There's a Ku Klux Klan member getting something to eat in the fast food line in front of you. They're working at your supermarket. They're teaching your children. Uh this you know, I mean, come on hate crimes rose seventeen percent last year according
2: store at gasoline station you get you create a
0: crowd yeah you heard it, first. heard it you heard it you heard it at the gasoline station get out at a gasoline station yeah, if you, you see a trump a supporter crowd. you beat them down you, you cuss see them out
1: KKKs. you create a crowd no
0: that's not what she's saying if you see a Trump, trump supporter
1: well, the MAGA hat's the new white hood. The,
0: new, the MAGA hat is the new white hood. The new white
1: hood. Okay, anyways, go back. I, okay, so... He hate, said gasoline station. Gasoline had, She He had, had
0: to I, play it prematurely. Product, we'll product. play the whole thing in a minute. Hate crimes rose 17% last year, according to new FBI data reported by the Washington Post. Hate crimes are, are, are increasing along Trump's rhetoric, says the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Uh, FBI hate crimes in USA and California surge in the first year of Trump's presidency, says the San Francisco Chronicle and the FBI surge in hate crimes in two, uh, 2017 is the largest since 9-11, says the U, uh, United Press Chronicle. Yeah, If you look at the if you look at the data at the FBI.gov website, yeah, you're going to see an increase in hate crimes. But you're also going to find out, if you look at the data, if you have any kind of critical thinking, uh, i.e. Our, our first video, if you have any kind of critical thinking, you're going to look at the data and you're going to see that in 2016, 6 thousand one hundred and twenty one uh, uh, agencies reported uh, crimes to the FBI and in 2017 seven thousand one hundred seventy five uh, uh, criminal justice agencies crime agencies police report uh, police agencies across America uh, reported uh, to the FBI that's a, that's about a thousand agency increase from 2016 to 2017 so if, if one if just one hate crime was reported in each one of those thousand new reporting agencies, there's your difference. Wow. One agency. Now,
1: let me, let, let's let clarify uh, language here. He said reported. He didn't say adjudicated. He didn't say convicted. He didn't say uh, substantiated. He said Reported. reported.
0: None of this, none of
1: this FBI data. So, so let's just clarify what we're talking about, about Jesse Smollett. This qualifies according to the FBI. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jack. Correct. This qualifies according to the FBI reporting uh, criteria. The criteria, yeah. The The standards, the criteria. Jesse Smollett, whether real or fake, alleged hopes, Qualifies as a hate crime. It's Am a, I right?
0: It qualifies as a hate crime under the uh, the Uniform Crime Report reporting standards, the uh, Hate Crime Reporting Act, I believe, of 1990s or, or something along that line.
1: So you're telling but me it, that the it, increase. Let me just let let's, yeah, go just, ahead. let's just parse this out. Let's just talk about this. So you're telling me that the increase in hate crimes is not really increased in actual hate crimes. You're telling me that the increase in hate crimes is rec- increase in reported hate crimes whether real or fake.
0: Real or fake because
1: adjudicated charged right there process
0: that none of the, none of the statistics has anything to do with an adjudicated cleared through court prosecution uh anything like that it's an actual report no guilty please no, no solved crime. Where well, you're right. According to this the reporting standards of the FBI and the and the UCR, the Uniform Crime Report, the Jesse Smola incident technically qualifies as a hate crime at this point.
1: Now even if it comes out on the other <clears throat>
0: side even if it comes out on the other side not it's a, a reported, legitimate crime. Correct. It's a reported well, hate crime. Well it is a crime, but it's not a legitimate hate crime. Right. It would. It would probably. It would statistically count as a hate crime. It would still show up on the FBI as a hate crime.
1: As a hate. Okay.
0: And again, six thousand one hundred and twenty-one agencies reported in two thousand sixteen their crime statistics to the Uniform uh, Crime Reporting program of the FBI, and in two thousand seventeen, that went up roughly by a thousand agencies to seven thousand one hundred and seventy-five. And again, if just each one of those agencies reported. One hate crime, there's your difference in the number. And another alarming, uh, or not alarming to me, a surprising statistic, well, you may not know, it says 50.7% were white. What? 50.7% of these hate crimes were perpetrated by white individuals. But what they don't tell you is that of that 50.7% classified as white, uh, by the FBI statistics, half of those are Hispanic or Latinos. Because how many of you have filled out an application and you look at the ethnicity categories, and it says Black, Native American, Asian, uh, you know, Middle Eastern, whatever, but it says White are not Hispanic.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I mean, yeah. And so there you go, and then there, of the fifty point seven percent, half of those are of the other category. Of the half of those are the, of the Hispanic category, so that le- that leaves 25% are white. So if you look at it, you got 25% of the perpetrators would be white, the other 25% will be Hispanic or Latino of some descent of that, of that uh, nature. 21.33% are of Black or African American descent or ethnicity. And 7.5% were groups uh, made up of other individuals of various other races, and 19.1% are actually unknown. So that 50.1, that 50.7% that they say are white also make up Hispanics. Just like you go out and fill out an application, it says black, uh, 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 white, Asian, Hispanic. and it says white, and your categories are Hispanic, not Hispanic. Yeah, Hispanic, which non-white. is which is which is mind-boggling how you're going to sit here and, and make up ethnicities mm-hmm. uh, ethnicity statistics. And you're going to include Hispanics and Whites as the same category.
1: Well, I've filled out job applications. Who hasn't? Either.
0: Yeah. I have. Who hasn't in America filled out a, 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 an application and Hispanic, non-White, and Whites are put in the same category?
1: Hispanic, non-Hispanic, or yeah. non-Hispanic, White, or...
0: Yeah. So there you go. So if you listen to Don Lemon and Lemon and, and the CNN and and all these Washington Post and MSNBC... MSNBC you're gonna sit there and They're gonna tell you that whites, that, that this it's only increased. But if you if you if you pull oh, your head, let me, let me talk
1: about it. Let me let me just yeah, go ahead. Uh, interject something about MSNBC research Zabrignu Brzezinski.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. That's a good one. We'll probably do a show on that later we probably on. Probably will. Uh, that's a good one to to YouTube and research. Go ahead and research that and that'll probably give you some insight to where we go on later because on in she, podcast. Because she is his daughter. MSNBC. Yeah. yeah, Mika. Morning Squawk. Morning, morning Squawk. Oh, Morning Joe. Morning Joe. Morning
1: Joe, that's what it's
0: called. Yeah, It's like a morning doo-doo, yeah. if you ask me.
1: So anyway, go ahead. What were you talking about? Statistics.
0: So, I mean, the statistics can be what they want to be if you want to manipulate them into the narrative that you want them to be. But, I mean, go to the FBI.gov, and look at the statistics yourself, and you'll see that whites and Hispanics are grouped into the same category. And when you break it down, it's not an increase. It's, it's it can be attested to the fact that more agencies are reporting. Uh, and if you so want are to you look
1: at, us they're trying to skew the statistics. They're skewing statistics,
0: statistics, either
1: either willingly or. Unwillingly. I tell you what,
0: you've got our access to our Twitter. It's uh, at Project Underscore 45, uh, our Facebook page is at Project 45. If you if you can sit there and, and tweet me or send me a picture of the last time or any time uh, from now to this point that you're standing in line behind a Ku Klux Klan member. Or a legitimate hate crime. At, or you see a legitimate hate crime, tweet it, uh, send us a picture, email it to us, we'll report on it. But it's not happening, in America. You're not going to work and you're not working next to the Klansmen. Well, no,
1: no, no. Well, you're not working next to Klansmen, but hate crimes are happening.
0: Hate crimes are happening under minuscule.
1: Hate crimes are happening under minuscule minuscule racism is
0: happening. Miniscule. I believe it's very
1: minuscule. I don't believe it's
0: I don't believe it's systemic racism. Racism in America, in any country, will always exist. It will. Hate will always exist. I've hate traveled, crimes will always it exist. It knows no boundaries, it knows no ethnicity. It is not to be underplayed. It's not to be downplayed. No. But it does not exist on the scale that they're making you think that exists or they want you to think that exists. Because if you are in fear, if you are the perpetual victim, you will never rise to your potential. If you are always a victim, you will never gain economic success. You will never gain economic independence because you will always be relying on someone else to pick you up out of victimhood. And that person, that rescue, that savior will never come. Because if it's come, then we wouldn't sit here and have the narrative that we have today, the same narrative we had in 1950 and 1960, that black people are somehow oppressed and will never be uh, successful because you're black. Because you've never been successful since the beginning uh, of the, the, the establishment of this country because you're black. You'll never be anything because you're gay. You'll never be anything because you have brown skin. And that's not the case in America. You will you will be something if you lift yourself out, up out of victimhood. And the victimhood is a mindset. It is. I am not going to sit here and tell you that it is easy to come out of poverty into the middle class. It's not. Because it is not. It's because not. it involves hard, hard work. work. Hard it involves work. you doing jobs that you do not want to do. Yep. It involves flipping hamburgers. Yeah. into the wee hours of the morning. It involves flipping hamburgers on the weekend. It working involves working at
1: gas stations.
0: Yeah, it involves working in gas stations. It involves working in jobs that you feel like are beneath Factories. you. Factories where you're basically a machine, a human machine uh, for the for this for the man, I guess you would say for lack of a better term. But that is the that is the work that we've all done. That is the work that my dad's done. That's the work that Michael's dad does. Done. That is the work that both, both of our fathers done. continue to do. Yep, and they provided for their family. They put a roof over our heads. They put us through school. They were there for when there for us when they needed us. Still there. We need for them. Us. They're still there for us when we need them, and they have food on the table.
1: And more, more than they they're not ever going had in to Oscars,
0: life. and they're not riding around in limousines, they're and not they're CEOs, not living behind no, they're not living in mansions, and they're not living behind walls, and they're not living in in Washington D.C. Uh, high society no, but they're providing, and no. they're comfortable, and they're satisfied, and they're happy, and do they want a little bit more? Maybe they do, but they know that a little bit more comes with a little bit more hard work. But the most important thing to them is that we went to school, that we got an education, and we did, we did, and we came out just a little bit better than they did. And they hope that we can take the values that they taught us, the morals that they taught us, and the skills that oh, they no. taught us.
1: Hold on, hold on. Those are, no. Morals and values? No. No.
0: Yeah. The morals and the values that they taught us that we can take all those skills that they provided us so that when we got a little bit more, that we can take those things and teach them the value of hard work and they, our children, can get a little bit more than we did. Mm -hmm. Because you're not going to wake up every day and you're not going to wake up each day and you're not going to have a child and it's not going to grow up to be a CEO. It's not going to grow up to own its own business. It's not going to grow up to be head of a university. It's not going to grow up to be president. And it's not going to grow up to be in the United States Senate. And it's not going to grow up to be in the House of Representatives. and not going to be governor of your state. That is a... Privileged few. That is a privileged few. And, and I'm how not How many got-
1: congressmen do we have? U.S.?
0: We have 435 U.S. House of Representatives, if I'm uh, not mistaken. Out of the millions of people, we have 435.
1: 300 and what? 50 million we have now? Right. Yeah.
0: So... I'm not gonna sit there and say it's not impossible but it's not likely but you can only grow you can only raise your kids to carry on what you've been taught from your parents and when you lose that disconnect from the values that you've been taught and let your kids be free for all and let them be subjective to perpetual victimhood if you are a constant victim if I woke up every day and told you that you'll never be anything No matter because
1: of something else.
0: Because of something else. If you woke up every day, husband or a wife, and they said you're going to go to work today, and you're never going to you're never going to amount to anything. Because of Donald Trump. You're going to go to work, and you're going to work forty hours this week, and no matter how much money you're going to bring home, you're never going to be this, and you're never going to be that. You're never going to do this. Yeah.
1: Because of a statue. Because of a statue. Because, of your because, wife. Of because you're black. Because of because Nathan of the Bedford KKK. Forest. Because of a statue. The KKK. Because of systemic racism. Systemic
0: racism. You are never. Because of poverty. Because, because of poverty. Up in a because your parents are poor. You live in a trailer. Your parents are poor. You're addicted to opiates. you got a DUI. You're never going to be anything. Then you will never be anything. But and if then you we say, tell
1: you that the only way you can be anything is if you I'm don't. elected.
0: Yeah. Or the, if I'm in power. If I'm elected, if my party's in power, you will. If my party has control of this, you will. But how many times have you heard, you will and you ain't?
1: It, yeah.
0: No matter what party, no matter what your status, no matter what you do, you ain't. Because... You always need to be a victim, it, because a victim always looks towards a savior. Yeah. And if they can always produce a savior, then they can always produce a victim. False. Don't savior. let yourself be a victim. Before we close, Michael posted this question about a hate crime, and what's going on. This is the this is the question we're going to leave you with. We're not going to answer it. It's up to you to answer it. Go back to critical thinking in our first episode. If you haven't listened to that, check it out. It's on YouTube. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, but here's a question we want to pose to you. Well, we didn't get to nearly all of the things that we wanted to talk about tonight, but uh,
1: I think I will pose this question. Um, and but I will I will also leave you with this this thought before I pose this question is that everybody says that Trump is divisive and Trump perpetuates hate and Trump has caused these these um, nationalist supremacist groups to come to the forefront. But we have um, Democratic leaders telling you to resist Hillary Clinton. I think she coined that phrase, didn't she? Yeah, resist. resist. Hillary Clinton told people to resist uh antifa incited violence which is a left-wing hate group
0: i would say a left-wing terrorist group
1: oh left-wing terrorist group that's a good that's a better well i would call kkk a terrorist group i would i, I would call i would call kkk the kkk a terrorist organization
0: but before michael goes on let's go back to that the analogy I said: If you go, do you go to your work every day? Do you see a KKK person? Do you see on the national news? Do you see the KKK gathering in white robes, with burning cross and 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 pitch work? and And people are gonna say Charlotte, that that is a, is, is a hoax. Another hoax. But on on a on a day by day basis, from 2016 to present, did you ever see video of Klansmen walking around? Pressing or perpetrating violence. What we did see is a left-wing, radical left-wing organization known as Antifa violently attacking Trump supporters. Did you ever, in American society, think that you could have an opposing political viewpoint, and that and that opposing political viewpoint would subject you to physical violence? And that's what Antifa and the Democratic Party have advocated and allowed to happen—that it is okay to subject an opposing political party to violence. And if you don't believe me, before we close, I, Michael, are you going to pull up some video. Um, or are you going to? I'm just going to. I'm just going to give a synopsis. He's just going to give a synopsis of this. Video, I mean, we played a can, little. We played it. a
1: little bit of it. Um, with uh, Maxine Waters and Maxine Waters is basically telling her base to incite violence against um, anybody who supports Trump and she says if you see them anywhere don't make them know make it known that they are not welcome anywhere and at the same time that she was saying that we were seeing the The press secretary Sarah Sanders run out of restaurants at the same time we're saying um, the Department of uh, Homeland Security secretary uh, shamed in a restaurant Um, and the whole time Miss Impeachment Maxine Waters Mad Maxine is telling people to not let Trump supporters have rest or feel comfortable in their own country Report after report of Trump supporters being uh, targeted, uh, uh, beat up, uh, egged, um, other physically assaulted assaulted just for wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Um, I'm not trying to make Trump supporters or uh, nationalists because I'm a nationalist. I love America. Yeah. I say, God bless America. And I have traveled all over the world. I have been to Singapore. I've been to Indonesia. I've been to Brazil. And I can tell you, I am blessed to be American. Um, there is no greater country than the United States of America. And uh, people around the world are wonderful. People around the world are loving. They're kind. You, we share the brotherhood of humanity. But as far as um, a nation goes, America is the most beautiful, free um, country that exists on the face of the earth. And I can tell you that the American dream is real. The American dream that we've been sold is a farce. But the American dream of freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to bear arms, um, freedom to succeed, freedom of of capital. Uh, Capitalism is real. And it has brought more people out of poverty than any other system around the world. And I can tell you as somebody who's traveled that I am proud and thankful to God to be an American. But the question that I want to leave you with And a little tease for our next program um, is if hate crimes are so prevalent in the United States and racism and hate crimes are such a huge problem in this country, then why is it necessary for hoaxes? I found a website today um, that gives a study that they conducted on their own. Um, The website is, I want you to go check it out for yourself, is American Renaissance, And according to their study they say that between um, June of 2015 and September of 2017 that there were 101 uh, individuals implicated in hoax hate crimes. And I googled real hate crimes in the United States today and I honestly didn't see one. I didn't see a real hate crime. Um, But like Jack said earlier, you have our Twitter, you have our Facebook, you have a way to contact us if you can shoot us a legit, legitimate hate crime, not a transgender woman who burned down her own house and her five dogs because she was upset that, um, that her gay pride event didn't have more attention or she was upset that her cultural irrelevance was a reality. Um, please tell us because we want to know and, and we will be glad to read that. We, we will be glad to report on it. We will be glad to report on real hate crimes. But if hate crimes are so prevalent in the United States why is it necessary to create a fake narrative and to create
0: fake hate crimes and and before we, we end here it doesn't just end with Covington High school it doesn't doesn't just end with the Jesse Smollett incident if you really dive into Google and and when you google something just because it doesn't show it doesn't show up on page one or page two it doesn't mean it's it's, it, not, there, it's yeah. not there it's there Google has an agenda we'll probably get into that sometime but Google has an agenda you gotta dig And there's and just a,
1: because I didn't see a hate crime on my Google search doesn't mean that those yeah,
0: don't exist it doesn't, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist but there, there it, the information is out there you've gotta do your critical thinking and you've gotta go out there and dig for it you can't just you know sit here in a busy world and type in a few words and if it doesn't come up on search one two or three then it, it, it isn't or isn't so so that's the question Well, why is there so many hate crime hoaxes if hate crime is so prevalent prevalent why isn't it every day that we go out to the grocery the gas the gas station uh, the restaurant to eat with our family why are you not seeing a hate crime on the street? Why are you not seeing a hate crime in the restaurant? Why are you not seeing a hate crime pumping gas? But why are you seeing so many hate crimes
1: perpetrated against... Or I wouldn't call them hate crimes, but I would just call them... Violence. Bias crimes or violence create uh, perpetrated against Trump supporters.
0: And, and, and this, this thought, before we go... Do you really ever think in America this free republic that we have that your political opinion how how far left or how far right would subject you to any kind of violence in America that wearing I mean who would have thought early 2000's 90's if I wore a Bush quail shirt or if I wore, a, you know, a Bush Cheney shirt. Oh no, that would never. That be I would get the crap beat out of me. Well,
1: that's a whole other show, but right. But yeah.
0: here we are in America today, in the midst of hate crimes against blacks and browns and any minority. Why is it that blacks and browns in Congress? It's okay for them to say let's be violent against Trump supporters because those white demon people are somehow oppressing you when the fact of the reality is that these black and brown and white career politicians are the ones that have been suppressing you and me for years and years and years not solving one single problem because of all the problems in this world of all the religious uh, diversity the ethnic diversity in this country every single one of us still has some problem not one problem has been solved not all problems for whites have been solved not all the problems for blacks have been solved not all the problems for Hispanics have been solved in all these years that there's been an issue with each one of us that not one segment of our society has been said well Everything's been solved for the Hispanics. Now we'll we'll fix everything for the blacks. No. You're a perpetual, a perpetual victim because if you remain a victim, you'll remain, you'll remain stagnant, you'll never reach your potential, and you'll never pose a threat. Then you'll always rely on the government. And you'll always rely on those who control the narrative to solve the problem. Yep. When you should be relying on yourself and capitalism and the opportunity that you've got before you, to get yourself
1: self-reliant and responsible responsible. for your own life.
0: So, we'll end on that. I know it's been a long show, a little bit longer than we anticipated. We missed, like Michael said, we missed a little bit of the highlight of what we wanted to, but I think we hit on uh, something that hit home.
1: I think we talked about relevant issues. A
0: relevant issue. Yeah. So, remember, you can like us on Twitter uh, at Project underscore 45. Remember, if you find a hate crime... Please report please it.
1: Please report it. A real one.
0: Nope. A real one. Dial 911 first, but go ahead yes, and... and uh <laughs> Y'all have mercy. If you ain't got common sense to dial 911 first, probably shouldn't be listening to this show. But...
1: No, if you don't have common sense to dial 911 yeah, don't first, listen please to listen to this show. Yeah. <laughs> please
0: do. Maybe we can, Maybe help, we can you help you in the future. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Tweet, tweet us your pictures of hate crimes if you have them. You see them. Uh, the Klansman that's KKK, working. Yeah, The KKK guy in his white hood that's working uh, next to you at the T-Mobile call center. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Or whatever. Uh, and it, we're just going to leave you this. Maybe it's a little teaser for an upcoming show, but has anyone seen... Ruth Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Where is RBG? Is she dead? Is she alive? Has anyone attended her funeral service? You can also tweet that. Uh, Remember, Twitter, Project Underscore 45. Follow us on Facebook, like our videos. We're going to be on YouTube. We're also on uh, Apple iTunes. Oh, tell them at YouTube. Crash the Hound. Uh, YouTube, our channel is Crash the Hound. Uh, That's uh, Crash the Hound Media. So just Google uh, YouTube search of Crash the Hound. You can find our Project 45 videos there. Uh, like I said, Apple iTunes. We're on Google Podcasts and Air, uh, various other uh, podcast platforms. So be, uh, be sure to check us out there. Follow us, like us, and on, on all that good stuff like that. Uh, be sure to tweet us any of your questions. If you have any ideas for shows, we take ideas for shows. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, or question. yeah, questions. Questions, we'll, uh, we'll love it. to answer it. If you got any questions, tweet us. Uh, we'll give a shout-out. If you're a fan of the show, uh, critique the show. We're open either way. Our feelings don't get hurt because our parents raised us to take a little bit of criticism. Uh, so, we did not get a trophy. We didn't get a trophy. And I, I did not uh, get uh, a participation award for no, being uh, horribly awful at basketball. Uh, white men cannot jump. Yeah. Uh, so... There you have it on our social media platforms. Be uh, be sure to contact us.
1: Well, you could jump if you were one-sixth the
0: gravity of the moon. If Um, one-sixth the gravity of the moon, but we did not land on the moon. Did we land land on on the moon? moon? Who knows? So be sure to check us out. I'm Jack. I'm Michael. We're Project 45. Uh, We look forward to uh, coming uh, back to you again next week for a brand new show. Uh, We'll have a a brand new topic. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Mamie. If anybody sees her, please let us know. Uh, We're kind of worried. So, uh, that's it. That's it. Uh, We hope you all have a good week. Yeah, good week. Uh, uh, Watch out for those Klansmen. Be sure of hate crimes. Yeah, hate crimes. uh, And and, uh, keep on... Go ahead. Yeah, keep on uh, doing that thing. Keep on fighting for uh, freedom. Keep on uh, being a patriot of America. And, Michael, God
1: bless America.
0: God bless America. Until next time, Project 45, out of here.